Agenda setting conversations of the day. Good morning. 19 minutes after 7, the Health Minister, Dr. Joe Pachler, saying yesterday that to meet our United Nations targets in treating and helping people living with HIV, we need to put another 1.4 million people on treatment. Around 8 million people are living with HIV in South Africa. As you know, we already run the largest antiretroviral program in the world. Professor Salim Abdul Karim is the director of the Center for the AIDS Program of Research in South Africa, Caprisa. Professor Abdul Karim, good morning. Thanks for your time. A very good morning to you, Stephen, and good morning to all of the listeners. We've known for a long time that we have a very heavy, uh, a very heavy HIV burden. To put another 1.4 million people uh, on treatment shows you that perhaps the burden was even heavier than people like me realized. Yeah, Stephen, you know, the problem we have is that we're trying to reach quite stringent targets. And when you when you are rolling out a program, it's easy to reach, you know, the first 50, 60, maybe even up to 70 people. But thereafter, every additional person trying to put them on treatment becomes a challenge. And the amount of resources, the amount of innovation required grows exponentially. So the problem is not the same that you had before. The problem now is much bigger. The challenge is much greater. Does uh, we, We've seen a, a lot happening around um, the antiretroviral drugs. We've even seen some ARV drugs, as I understand it, really suppress the virus so that it can almost hardly be detected. We've seen changes in the way that people behave. Over the years, has any of this slowed down the spread, uh, what do we call it, the infection rate? Has that slowed down of HIV at all? So overall, at a global level, there is a downward trend in the number of new cases, and that's just a global trend. And that uh, trend is also present in South Africa. So if you look at the last 12 years in Africa as a whole and in South Africa, there's been a slow downward trend. The problem is that that trend is too slow to achieve the the, uh, United Nations targets of ending AIDS by 2030. If we continue that trend, we're not going to hit those targets. We're going to miss it. And that's one of the big challenges and that's one of the big areas right now that we need some new thinking. We need some new approaches and we need some new commitments to try and put us back on track to get us on a pathway that we can achieve that 2030 goal. The AIDS conference underway at the moment, I think, is particularly around everyone sort of working together. I must say, I thought, I don't know, you know, I sit far away from all of this, but it seemed to me that everyone kind of was working together. I don't know if that's the correct assessment, but is that the right approach to try and meet those goals by 2030? Do we need to sort of re-energize this? The, uh, you know, the, the success of HIV, uh, getting us from where we were, you know, this was a uniformly fatal disease. And now we are in a situation where we can get antiretroviral treatment to the most remote village in any way in Africa. And how was that achieved? It was achieved because of global solidarity. It was achieved because wealthy countries were willing to put their money into the global fund, into PEPFAR, into UNITAID, and make those funds available to poor countries to improve their health systems, to buy the drugs, buy the diagnostics. So it was that global solidarity. And within countries, 
it requires health service providers to work with community activists, with people living with AIDS. All of those groups have to act in concert. And we've been quite successful in doing that. What has happened is that we've lost a bit of that momentum. And some of that loss of momentum has come with COVID-19. Part of the challenge is that there's been this disconnect for this short period. We need to reconnect at this point to get us you know, re-energized and back to putting our shoulder to the wheel to get us improving and putting more and more people on treatment at a faster rate. It's become uh, easier to use antiretroviral drugs. If I recall, first you have to take a large number of pills several times a day, then just one. I think in some cases now there are other sort of therapies available. Are those drugs going to get easier and easier for people to use? Are they? Is that the sort of trend for ARVs? Absolutely. So right now the standard of treatment is a combination called TLD, tenofovir, lamivudine, and dolutegravir. It is sold as a single tablet, and that single tablet, you can adjust the number of tablets in order to get the right dose, depending on weight. So the, the it's never been simpler than the way in which we take this combination right now. And this combination of TLD is highly effective, especially when you look at taking this combination, the new drug dolutegravir, it's very powerful in suppressing the virus. What we're now trying to move towards is can we move to something where you can take, you know, a tablet or an injection or something that you'd only need to do it once every few months now. So instead of taking it and remembering to take your tablets every day, can we move towards long-acting formulations and a new combination called Cabonova, which is a combination of two drugs, Cabotegravir and rilpivirine, this combination has been shown if you take it every two months, it can suppress the virus in somebody who's already suppressed. So we are moving towards long-acting treatments so that patients don't need to be trying to remember to take a tablet every day. They are more forgiving in the way in which we can administer them. Uh, an AIDS uh, activist once put it to me like this, that no matter with the best treatment, you still live with something in your body. And I thought that was such a nice way and, and a way that I, uh, such a memorable way. It really struck with me that you're still living with this disease in your body. Where are we with the cure? And I know that there are quite a few reasons why it's very difficult to find a cure. And the main reason is that humans themselves can't defeat the virus on their own. Yeah, so there's... You know, no human has been able to eliminate this virus and so on. So our traditional way in which we try to, uh, you know, develop these kinds of cures is to mimic nature. So we can't copy nature here because nature is not able to do it. So we do know that some there are now some four or five individuals who have been able to, who have been cured. But what that has involved is not practical, so it can't be implemented. So can we copy some of that? And that's what's being tested right now. But for me, there are two new strategies that have really given me new hope for the pathway along a cure. So a cure is not imminent. We're not going to see one you know, in the immediate future. But there are two things. The first is that using CRISPR technology, this is technology that can manipulate genes. And using that, 
we can adjust the receptors on the cells, the CD4 cells, to make those cells resistant to the virus. So that's a very interesting approach. So patient, you know, a study was published for the first 10 patients with this intervention, showing that the cells can become uh, resistant to the virus. And the second is that we now can see how the use of broadly neutralizing antibodies can contribute to minimizing the reservoir. So in AIDS, the problem is that the virus goes and sits in these deep cells and it's with you for life. That's why we can't cure you. And when we stop your treatment, those cells start replicating, the virus in those cells start replicating and you get infected again. So can we minimize that reservoir? Can we lower the number of people who have the virus in this? And antibodies can do that. And there's a first set of studies we've seen now over the last two years successfully doing that. So I'm, I've never been more optimistic. I, I think that we have some hope now that we can pursue these pathways towards a cure. Professor, thank you very much indeed. Really appreciate the time. I'm sure it's a busy week for you. Professor Salim Abdul Karim is the Director of the Centre for the AIDS Programme of Research in South Africa. That AIDS conference goes into its second day today. It's 28 after 7.